Boom blast. And we are live. This is a wrap it up on Blast Raps post game show. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander, and this episode of Wrap It Up is brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop, 2013 Danforth Avenue in the east end of Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. So go see Skip and the crew. As a wise man once said, tell, tell them, them that, that I sent you. you. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointments now. And booking appointments. I feel like the Sixers probably had this on their calendar as an appointment to get some revenge against the Toronto Raptors as this was the first meeting since the four-bounce game, the Kawhi game. The shot. The shot. And I'm going to be honest, fellas, as I thought this game was starting, I didn't even care what happened. You know why? Because... Seeing Joel Embiid again at the ACC just reminded me of the shot. (laughs) And it didn't even matter what happened in this game. And then the Raptors come out and win this game without Kyle, without Serge, with Joel Embiid, with Ben Simmons. Raptors win 101-96. Big win. Big win for the Toronto Raptors. As mentioned, my name is Sheldon Alexander, and I'm joined by, I got the, the full crew here. Yes. Mike and Q. Q, what is going on, my dude? How you feeling after this win? Man, it's just <laughs> speechless. It's validation, man. It's okay. validation. It's it's not no more. Oh, it took Kawhi and and a, and a miracle shot to beat mm-hmm. Philly. It's just a good effort. Good effort mm-hmm. all around. Yeah, Mikey, what are you saying? How you feeling, man? Good, man. Glad to be back. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. It was a, like you picked a good game to come back. Yeah, <laughs> man. It was a playoff atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Drake. You had Meek Mills there. Hold on. Even had, Meek Mill laughing at even the free Meek throws? Even at the Josh Richardson free throws. Yeah, he can't. Um, I mean, the fourth quarter was entertaining. The whole was game great. was. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that fourth quarter, yeah. down by six. Yeah. I don't know if it was an 8-0 or a 10-0 run, but, I mean, kudos to the Raptors. Yeah. Right? Raptors with a massive performance. And again, thank everyone for tuning in to this Wrap It Up podcast, which as you know by now, you can find live on Twitter after every Toronto Raptors game at Shell Alexander. We take your comments and questions there because this is about you people. This is extending the group text conversation and bringing it mainstream. I see all the comments already filtering in. Don't worry. We will get to all of those on Twitter. Again, at Shell Alexander and on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. And as always, if you ever miss the pod or you're busy, you want to go to sleep early, we got you covered for your morning commute. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, which a lot of people were asking for, Google Play, and on YouTube. YouTube. Just go find On Blast Podcast. That's the network. Wrap it up as the show. And this is what we do. We break down beautiful wins like this. I'll be honest. Games like this is why we wanted to yep. do this podcast. It feels Definitely. like the second round of, of last year. It did. There was it an really em- does. There's a little extra juice in yep. the building. People were feeling themselves. And, you know, just having a place to talk ball after the game ends. Yep. Because this is a big time game. You look at the schedule, you say, okay, this is a rematch of the playoff round. You know about the four bounce. You know all that. But also especially without Kyle and Serge, Mm -hmm. this is a measuring stick game. I call these a big boy games. And the Raps to step up and win this game against the Sixers, this is their team, that says a lot. I'm thoroughly impressed by the Raptors' performance in this game. 
I'm, I'm not going to ask you if you were expecting a win, but are you surprised by maybe just how the game went? Because the Sixers played, they looked, they did not look good down, especially down the stretch. They, they, they shot the three well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, for most part, it, it seemed like the Raptors had their number. Yeah. And then they had a, you know, the, the 76ers shot well on the third. Yeah. And in the fourth. But it's just, it's a perfect, the perfect storm of the comeback game. Yeah. The shot. But the power rankings came out <laughs> yeah. just a couple days ago, or if not today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you guys don't know, our Toronto Raptors were not in the top 10. Yeah. Philadelphia was. So, so the Raptors were 11 and yeah. the Sixers were 10. So, I mean, <laughs> for the tail to go the other way, that you know what I mean? It just, it just was a perfect bow on top of it. This is this is a perfect thing for Raps fans. Because yeah. yeah. For me, and we all know. Yeah. No, but for me, I'm like, do we, we have a banner. We have a yeah. championship. Are we here really caring about power rankings? But do you we know do. We, I don't. I looked yeah. at that and I laughed. I'm well, like, I mean, you don't I, I, keep all the pressure off They us, didn't give us right? respect even when we had Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> you thought they were going to give us respect without Kawhi. That's a good right? point. And it doesn't, exactly, it doesn't matter. And like I seen, I seen a tweet earlier today. This is the only validation we need. This is the hey, only hey, power hey, ranking that you're, matters. Uh, Shell, you're right. right, but I mean that's bulletin board material. That's that, fair, right? That's, that's fair. I mean, okay, I'll give you that. Okay, this is what the league that. says. Um, we're playing one of those teams that they say are better than us. Mm-hmm. Bring our A game. Right? I'll give you that. I like that. I like so that. We, we do, uh, and we, we always do. Especially we already at beat home. the number one team on that rankings with both of their yeah. superstars in in the. On the court, LeBron and uh, right, AD. but I mean, it just ma- it made it feel like uh, this on is, top of the. I think there's another level to the, it. To for the, the back of your point, I think yeah. there's another level to it, just because this is a divisional game. This of is course. the first of three matchups. It just you know, or first of four. Sorry, this is going to be you know a storyline going forward. The measuring stick is the Sixers. Yep. You went through them for them to make to get to where they want to get to, or for the Raps to defend. Either way, you got to get back through each other. Yep. Right. And to make that initial statement and the way that you did it, to me, it's it's cool because, as mentioned, both these teams, even though they're in the same positioning in terms of battling in the in the playoff seedings right yep. now, they're different teams. Obviously, we know Kawhi and Danny are gone for the Raps, and then you look at Philly and Jimmy Butler out, JJ Redick out, in Josh Richardson and Al Horford joining Simmons and Bead. And Tobias Harris, Josh Richardson in this game is he probably the only reason why this game was close for the Sixers? I mean, Josh I mean, Richardson sides the three missed free throws where the ball don't lie. <laughs> yeah, he played well. I think he had like 24, 26 he had, points. He finished with twenty five points, nine of nineteen shooting, five of nine from three. Yeah. Was Josh Richardson in this game? Threes. It was it was stupid. But how do you look at the Sixers now, Q? I'll start with you. Just in terms of the different look that they present without Jimmy Butler, but with Al Horford and Josh Richardson. Al Horford is a good leader. Yeah. But he's not Jimmy Butler who's going to get in your ass if you're not playing. Yeah. And the whole second the whole second quarter, obviously we know Embiid did nothing. Yeah. But even Ben Simmons just disappeared. Yeah. He wasn't a factor. He made a couple of nice passes. Like he had fourteen, 14 assists in the game, but he was he was a non-factor. He's not a difference maker right? down the stretch. And and back to your question about am I surprised? I'm done being surprised with this team, the Sixers or the Raps. with with the Raptors. I'm oh, done. I'm done like being. It. I'm like done that. being surprised. Yeah, yeah. Right. I like. I like. 
if you remember the playoffs last year, right? Mm-hmm. They even showed the stat. Fred Van Fleet averaged two points a game, couldn't do nothing. <laughs> against the right? Couldn't do nothing against the Sixers. Yeah. Two points a game. Norm couldn't do nothing against the 76ers. Yeah. What did they combine tonight with 34, 35 points? The two of so them? Fred had like 20. Fred Van Fleet finished with 24 points in this game on 9 of 15 shooting. That's Norm a like solid clip. Yep. Norm had 10 points in this game. And with Norm, the thing was. He started off horribly. Or, I want to say he was like he missed, one of yeah. seven. Yeah. Missed, missing layups. He missed like three layups yeah. right at the basket. Like I said, he goes he goes <laughs> up with the intention of throwing it down. Yeah. He then he has realizes that you know either either Embiid's in the lane or he has to clutch. Can't he can't now dunk it yeah. and then tries to go up soft. But, but then if you know if you play basketball and you're going up hard, yeah. you can't just then contort your yeah. body to, <laughs> to float it in. He right. So that's himself though too. Right. But, I mean Fred exactly. did that pass. But, but, down by six, hit, yeah. hit that threes. three. Yeah. Like right. But back to my off, point, like they, they outscored Embiid and Ben Simmons today. Yeah. Right? So it's just <laughs> Everyone the, it's just the growth. Embiid. It's just... True. I outscored. The towel girl got a point for wiping up Drake's drink, drink spilled. So. Right? But, that, but, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like it just, It's just constant growth with this team. Yeah. I'm done being surprised. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, done, I'm done wondering what if. Mm-hmm. Or, or what what could be? I'm just, just I'm just enjoying the wave. I'm just here exactly. I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> wherever wherever it ends, wherever yeah. it ends, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they don't make the playoffs, what they did in June, yeah. I'm okay for five years. And watching but, this right now, it's incredible. Exactly. Yeah, it's a fun ride. It's a fun ride right now. Yeah. How much fun did you have? You were hold on. I'm a, I'm gonna give us a little behind the scenes yeah, of the people watching right now. Before. You were up on your feet. I was. You were you were woofing up in the air when know? they were when they were down. Six, just previous to the what I was, the play I was talking about with Fred, mm-hmm. like, I mean, they they looked sluggish. It looked like they didn't have anything going on offense. And and yeah. for the question about Philly, it seems that I mean Toronto has their number obviously with Gasol on Embiid, and then Simmons just gets smothered by OG. Mm-hmm. But they got their their depth guys always come through in Toronto. The yeah. Ennis, yeah. the Mike Scotts, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I guess Josh Richardson is the start. He's not, the, but you know what I mean. They always have they kind of bail them out. Um, but the Raptors did a good job defensively, and uh, was it a 10-0 run? Like, what did they end the game on? It was something like that. It was, a, it was an 8-0 run at one point. In a playoff then, atmosphere type game, t- to close out a game like that, and it yeah. was impressive. Yeah, what the Raps did down the stretch yeah, was, I was impressive. Excited. <laughs> but at the same time, do you know what? The, the Philadelphia 76ers, it's kind of pathetic, too. And the funny part, sorry, I'm scrolling on Twitter right now and I see a shot of, of Drake just like trolling Embiid as he's trying to check into the game because he had zero points. Yeah. And this is my thing with Joel Embiid. He had as many points as all of us combined sitting on these couches right now. Yeah. That's pathetic. And a couple you, of travel, some offensive. You're supposed to be an MVP times. level player. Yeah. You can't have zero Yo, points in a game, and, it, and you play 32 minutes. And people on Twitter and on Instagram tell me, too, didn't you see the same sluggish posture mm-hmm. that Embiid had when he was sick in the playoffs? I call it, it looked the, carbon copy. I like, call it the Gasol flu. Yeah, it looked. <laughs> no, but seriously, he was, was sluggish. No, it's actually a thing. Yeah, Lucevic like, had it a couple Lucevic games ago. Yeah, right? yeah. The Gasol real, flu, it happens. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, looked, <laughs> you just look out of it. Yeah, like I see one one comment here on on Instagram. Yeah, said that uh, that that Gasol, I mean, uh, Embiid's gonna need a sports psychologist after this game. <sighs> God, man, yo, Embiid finished this game 0 for eleven. That's brutal. 0 for eleven. Your starting center supposed to be MVP candidate. 0 for eleven. How many fouls did he have? 
Five fouls Five he fouls. finished in the game with. Three of those were offensive, I think. He had 13 rebounds, which, cool. Okay, you're supposed to do yeah. that. You're seven feet. You're the you're only seven big feet. guy there besides Horford. He went 0 but, for everywhere. But it's not even, to me, the thing with Embiid, okay? You go 0 for 11. First off, how do you only shoot 11 times? And you're supposed to be the number one option on this team. That doesn't make sense. Five of them were probably three. Not fourth. He didn't want to exactly shoot. my point. The other shots that he was taking. How many times was I sitting here yelling? How's this guy shooting fadeaway twos? Like, how is that your offense? Who Just is your coach? The line. What is your coach telling you yeah. that it is acceptable for Embiid to be taking fadeaway long twos? I never rep Joel Embiid because here's the thing. It's fine when you're woofing it up in blowouts. It's fine yeah. when you're, you know, doing the airplane and blowing out teams Which and he was players. Heckled, by the way, but yeah, and players that are way that are obviously a level lower than you. But in games where it's like, yo, this is a big boy game, you need to come out, and especially after the playoff series that you had last year, what walking off that? the court in tears, tears, yeah, tears, and then you come out the next game and go oh for eleven. Come on, bro. Get out of here. And it, I mean, even if you do like the Kyle Lowry game mm-hmm. against Game One in Orlando, do okay. other stuff. It yeah. seemed like he wasn't really setting proper picks for Ben. It well, seemed like he was traveling. He was just—he was a mess. Well, we were talking about down the stretch, and a massive play for the Raps was Pascal coming down the court, spinning, spinning off his guy into Embiid, and one. and one over Embiid. And what did you say, Q, at that moment when Embiid stands there like this, yeah, trying he, to he take? Went, he went for the charge. Yeah, you're seven foot whatever. <laughs> you're supposed to beat that shot. Yes, right. Yeah. Right, like when you compared him to Adonis Foyle, he's like an Adonis Foyle. <laughs> Right, you're, like, put, it, put it in the context. Put it, I'll, put it, I'll put it in the context. context. You were saying that if Embiid was playing back when centers were centers, yeah. playing in Shaq and Ewing and and, Shaq, and Ewing, Elijah Wan and Robinson, those guys, that Embiid so, would get fooded, and he would tumble. Right, he would be he would be a Donald Foyle. He would be constant, uh, po- begin posterized. And right, I said, no, you're not a Donald Foyle because a Donald Foyle would at least try to beat that shot. He wouldn't have <laughs> went in there. Like he's Kyle Lowry, like a yeah. point guard yeah, trying to yeah, try, yeah. trying to draw a charge. Yeah, right. Like True. he just he just doesn't he just wasn't in the game at all today. And I'm gonna say something, and I feel like I say this every single podcast, but I feel like I have to emphasize it in this game. Marcus, there are people. Yes, there are people here going at Marcus All, and Gasol finished with three points, nine rebounds, one of eight shooting, one of six from three. If you don't understand that Marcus Gasol could go one for 25. And shut down the other team's best And as best long player. as he shuts down and be the best player, that's why you have now him The Raptors here. had help defense on that, him. But that was well, not all, only that, but he also outscored Embiid. And you can't have that. <laughs> it's also you can't true. have that. Also true. Right? Gasol's you can't what? Gasol's the a, Raptors what? You can't be a big... Third option? Fourth option? You can't be a option, big man. Sixth option? Fifth? Do you know what I'm saying? But you can't be a big man who's an actual option on your team and only shoot three free throws in the game and yeah. and and, and marcus no, with the three. raptors team oh. high nine assists he said he had a nice team one high. davis nine assists he, he said it, he said it. oh he had a, he had oh finding remember the, oh, piv- the cross the, he, the pivot he gave he someone a cross yeah no? he gave he gave a beat across <laughs> we, we we raptor fans we have to know that that's what we should expect from gasol just on the defensive side anything we get Offensively, yeah. Now nine assists, high is, is a bonus, but like points wise, we don't need that now when we yeah. have guys coming off the bench getting seventeen. And I don't 15. even like that he's shooting. Most of his shots are threes. They're I don't threes, like that. Yeah. I say yeah. that all the time. I don't like that yeah. at all. One of six from three for Gasol. I don't even like that. But at the end of the day, his job is to shut down Embiid, neutralize Embiid, and, and he did that in more. Yeah, 
did that and more. So beautiful performance there. Another good performance from Pascal Siakam, who had 25 points in this game, 9 of 19 from the floor. And the thing to me with Pascal, I felt like early on, if you go back to last series, right? Yep. Their game last plan season? last series against the, oh, the Sixers. Last yeah. season, last, yeah. seri- last season series, yeah. Yeah. So in the playoffs, their game plan was we're gonna let Embiid guard Pascal and just let him shoot. And clearly, they didn't watch tape from the season or the game plan <laughs> yeah. because they were content with just letting Pascal shoot. Again. And he missed some shots early. Yeah. He did. But they didn't even run and beat at him. It was it no, was it was, it was Simmons. Simmons. It was Simmons guard, right? So and he what's still Brett Brown? Business. What's Brett Brown like? That actually worked. Like to me, if when you have something that worked for you, but Pascal's been in the lab. <laughs> obviously, obviously he's, he's obviously lab, no, I'm not saying obviously he's a better player. But you have to prove that to me first, right? <laughs> you got to prove to me that when you have him beat in front of you, okay. that you can do something. I'm not even mad at them for how they tried to guard him. I just think that they weren't ready in terms of like. They still got cooked. Just to counter that comment, which is weird, I I swear I saw Brent Brown comment and paraphrase it here, but something where he feels Siakam is dangerous and is looking like a younger Giannis. Like you know what I mean? Like I miss I miss those quotes. Yeah, I didn't I'll see try those to get quotes. something, but yeah. something compared into Giannis. So if he does okay. say that pregame. And then goes easy on him on the matchups. This doesn't really make sense. I just right? think Brett Brown is not a good coach. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, there you go. I mean, again, letting him be just shoot from wherever. Ben Simmons down the stretch. I don't know what Ben Simmons was doing, but there's some terrible turnovers. Yeah. You can't be trying to tie. You're down too late, and you try to throw an alley oop, a low alley oop. A, a ter- like, what like, are you throwing it to us? <laughs> like, what do you? What do you? It's just weird. Yeah. But anyways, to the raps because. Yep. Got to give credit to the Raps. I know the Sixers were terrible down the stretch, but I don't want to fall into the trap of what the U.S. media is going to do, which is they're going to just crush the Sixers for being not that good, which I agree with. They're not that good. That's a terrible loss. But I want to give credit where credit is due, and that is to the Toronto Raptors who continue to get big-time performances from their bench. We mentioned Siakam. We mentioned Van Fleet. We even mentioned Norm hitting big shots down the stretch. But yet again, who was it? Hustle man that came off the bench and given the Raptors that work R-H-J. early. 16 and 10 off the bench for Rondé Hollis Jefferson. R-H-J. And the defense. Are and you, defense. I'll start with you though, Mikey, with Rondé and what he's provided with this team off the bench. Like, how key has that been? And do you think he should Jeez. still be in the rotation for sure when Serge comes back? Definitely he's got to still get minutes, no? Oh, for sure get minutes. Yeah. And I told, I said to you earlier that like in some weird blessing in the, in disguise that the the Kyle and Serge injuries mm-hmm. barred it's it was yeah not it was huge yeah, yeah but it gave Terrence Davis and RHJ like the minutes for sure to prove what they have right yeah. to prove what they do like I don't know if they have that confidence in those minutes if those injuries don't happen yeah so I mean starting lineup I mean that that's something Nick Nurse is gonna have to decide because are you gonna go with a just a Serge at center or market and how right who's gonna come out but I like them coming off the bench like that. If you could have energy, man. Terrence Davis and, and Hollis Jefferson like, coming off the bench. I just like how Rondé comes off the bench and it's instant energy. Yeah. Instant. He's hitting the glass. Yeah. He's grabbing rebounds. And he's only 24. Over. He's playing energy. like a veteran. It's energy all over the floor. So even yeah. if even if he doesn't get the ball, mm-hmm. he, he, he finds it. Yeah. Yes. He, he goes Hustle. up. Him, yeah. Between him and Boucher, there's not a rebound that's safe. <laughs> <laughs> Hollis true. Jefferson is a typical uh 
player with the hustle yeah. that a Toronto loves, mm-hmm. right? Fan favorite. But he's a little more skilled than some of the other yeah. guys that they He's not had like Junkyard before. Dog. But, exactly. But, no, I know what you're yeah, saying, though. You, yeah. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Totally get what you're saying. And the one thing with that is hustle travels, right? Yep. That's not a skill. That's not something like, oh, you had an off night. No, no, no. Every time this guy checks into the game, yep. he's guarding up someone full court. He's guarding Ben the Simmons player. tonight. He's guarding the best player. Yep. We have somebody who's going to come off the bench, and it doesn't matter if it's LeBron, Kawhi, mm-hmm. RJ's on them. Yeah. And I just like the way that he gets busy early. Like, at halftime, my guy checked in, and he already, at yeah. halftime, he had 11 and 7. 7, yeah. Quick. Yeah. Early. And again... Just for comparison here, you're talking about off the bench. That's what you're getting from Rondé, Hollis, Jefferson, and Embiid yep. went 0 for 11. Yep. <laughs> That's amazing to me. And the Terrence Sixers Davis are the best too. of Terrence team. Davis played very well. And again. you know what? And, uh, and, and the extra minutes, mm-hmm. you're starting to see something from Rondé that you probably weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. Right? Sometimes it is a little wild. It's a little out of control. Yeah. But it, it, it just shows confidence. For sure. Right? And I think when, when you have a player... That is probably not going to be your one, or one, two, three, maybe not even your fourth option when he's on the court. Yeah. Sometimes you got to give him a little leeway to go and go and get his, and he does it. Reward and, the and, hustle. I like yeah. it though. Yeah. I think I, I, I know Kyle and Serge and Mark have the attention of the room, but I think since uh, the Kyle and Serge injury, and, and we're, I think Hollis Jefferson kind of has the respect of. Mm-hmm. The player's playing right now, too, right? And you mm-hmm. can see he's playing with a little bit more swagger. Yeah. Hollis Jefferson, though, I, I love the way that... And you, you mentioned what you're kind of surprised at with his game. For me, it's I didn't realize he was that good around the basket. Like, yeah. for an undersized guy yeah. and in the paint where he's amongst the towers... He's really good at finishing around the rim and using the rim as the a layup, shield yeah, to yeah. get the layups, whether he has to reverse it or not. So it's kind of it is a little you're, awkward. You're defending yeah, defending yeah, yeah. the offhand most of the time, right? So he he makes it work for him. He definitely makes it work. Another great game for Rondé off the bench. And if Boucher has a down night, it's okay because your other bench guy, Terrence Davis, comes through with eleven points, five of eight from the floor. And I was bringing this up during the game, but my thing with Terrence Davis that I love is that, and, and this sounds this is going to sound so weird, and I hesitate even saying it, but <laughs> the way it. that he plays, when you talk about star players, the reason why they're stars is because they do everything at their pace. You can't speed them up or slow them down. They're in total control of what's going on. Yep. And I see that from Terrence Davis. Like, especially for a young kid, he never yep. looks out of control. He never looks like he's like, to use a comparison to Norm, you know how Norm yeah. sometimes it's like, Good energy, bad energy, it but it's all yeah, energy, yeah. and he's like all over the place. Terrence Davis is always calm and cool, and even when he's getting the ball to shoot that three, and someone's coming at him, he's not worried. Still in rhythm. Yep. He's driving to the basket. He'll slow down. Hezzy. It's all at his own pace. I am amazed at how good Terrence Davis is, yep. and I like his game a lot. Yep, and it's it's and, and sorry, what you were saying about Boucher is I don't think Boucher can have a bad game. Because because because, because it's side? it's just oh, energy, yeah. right? Yeah, I know what you're like saying. it's just energy. Like I said, there's not a rebound that's safe. There's not a shot that can't be blocked. There's not yep. a loose ball he's not diving for. Mm-hmm. He picked he picked up some some key fouls down 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 the stretch. Yeah. And even if he doesn't there's, do anything, no, like, he might yeah, alter someone's shot yeah, like, because of his exactly. leg. Exactly right. And you exactly. have and he runs up and on the court like he. It's just energy. Yeah. What what right? Terrence Davis though too is he makes you hard to play against. And with the Raptors, you got to give credit for the Raptors are and the league has already. But yeah. it's reminding me of 
Okay, I don't know the minutes he's getting uh, per game yet. I would say maybe 11. Who? Uh, Terrence Davis. I don't know what okay. he's averaging. But he'll stay around that 11 to 14, maybe. And then next year is going to be the jump again. You know, so we had Pascal, the jump. Fred, the jump. This year's OG with the jump. Is next year going to be TD with the jump, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's... The you, Raptors can't, are, you can't give Masai executive of the year every year, can you? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It's like, it's like every year we have this guy that's going to make the jump and they just keep doing it. So, I mean, it's great to be a Raptors fan right now. It's crazy. It, it's incredible. Let's get some comments, though, because there's yeah. so many people filtering in. And really appreciate it, you guys that are here live with us on Twitter, at Shell Alexander. And I'll start on Twitter, where Craig checks in and says, the 76ers were bad because the Raptors made them bad. Oh, that's Thoughts? true. Yeah? Yeah. What do you think of that? I think that's a very good point. And if you look at the shooting numbers after uh, last game that the Raptors played, in against the Hawks, which was the first team to shoot 50% against the Raptors this season, you come back to this game and the Sixers are right at 40%. So Raptors defense do back to normal, doing what the defense does. Yeah. And that's a, a good sign and, if you're Nick Nurse, right? Yeah, I mean, like I said, Philly kind of got hot in the third hitting those threes. They were 15 of 37. I don't know what they mm-hmm. finished with, but points in the paint, man. They had like 24, 24 points in the paint. Like, yeah. Right, like, so essentially, it was just a hot shooting night for them, and they still lost. Another comment here from Craig says Brett Brown coached like Embiid played. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I had to I had to say that one. Shout to you, Craig. Uh, I am Rich B checks in on Twitter and says Embiid overweight, overhyped, and overrated. Just saying. I gotta say that I kind of agree with that. Embiid like. You can't have your. You had your season end in the worst possible way you ever. Come back and go over. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even just this game because last week with Webby on the Ball on Blast podcast, when we were talking about this game. Webby was worried, just like most Sixers fans are, because they don't like how the Sixers have started this season at all. Yeah. You're supposed to have championship aspirations, and the thing that I always pointed to was Jimmy Butler could have stayed with you guys for more money, and he left. You picked Tobias over him. No, no, no. Well, you could have I mean, had both, but the thing is, though, Jimmy Butler left. left yeah, that yeah. told me everything I needed oh, yeah, to yeah, know yeah, about Simmons saying, and Embiid. Yeah. yeah, right. Because if he you think like that those dudes yeah. are the dudes, you're right. And we had them, this no? conversation last year, and it wasn't even the playoffs. And we said too, are those the two guys you're riding with? Right. I don't remember what we said, but I believe it was along the lines of. That's pretty much what we saw tonight. We basically, we getting. basically, we basically compared Embiid and Simmons to to Wiggins and Towns. And Towns. And Towns. That's a very good comparison. Ah, yeah. Interesting. In Interesting. And I don't. After this game, mm-hmm. I don't even think they're on that level. Uh, here's a good question for you. Jay Herrera, twenty one on Twitter, checks in and says, "Show me one of the quote top ten teams that's locked down LeBron, Kawhi, Lillard, and Embiid." Wow. <laughs> Think about it. LeBron had what? 13 points. Kawhi 11. went. I'm doing this off the top. Kawhi top was of like my head. 11. Kawhi went two for 11, if I'm not mistaken. Like Lillard was like nine points, I want to say, or something like that. Like very, very <laughs> low. And then being zero. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a good. It is. Good it is crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, oh, I am Rich B. I missed this comment first from him, but says he flew 3,500 miles from the UK to Toronto with both my sons. And spent uh, that game made every penny spent worth it. It's awesome. That's awesome. 
That's a great yeah, time. Sure. That was a Shout really out to good... you guys, man. That's Shout real. Out. That's dedication there. That was a really good game to go to. Showing the We the North Nation just spreading, right? And hey, how do you even find out about the Wrap It Up podcast? We international. I like that. There you go. Yep. <laughs> don't, don't forget about Vucevic. Someone chimed in here. Talking yeah. about guys we locked down, all stars that we've locked down. True. So add Vucevic I mean, I wouldn't put them on the level of Kawhi Lillard. Yeah, obviously Peter, not, but yeah, that's, but that's, that's, that's yeah. still. I mean, in their own little the cat thing, and mouse Well, the game. thing with Vucevic was he was coming into that game as a reigning Eastern Conference player of the week and then went like 0 for 11 as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. This Raptors, Raptors team, man. Uh, I want to ask you guys your opinions on this. Do you believe in this? Logan checks in and says, the basketball gods are real on those free throws. So just a reminder the to the lie. people watching, a phantom call against Josh Richardson on Terrence Davis yeah. ends up going to the line to shoot three free throws. It's a bad call. They show it on the big screen, so the whole building sees it's a phantom call, and the crowd is fired up. Yeah. The crowd is Nick chanting, too. Yeah. and Richardson is a good shooter. He already had, what, 24 points at that time? The highest and my guy goes score. to the line and bricks, bricks all three, three free throws now when the first one missed i was like okay ball don't lie and then the next two i'm like whoa ball definitely don't lie the crowd got you shook ones and yeah. even you mentioned it drake laughing meek, laugh. meek mill Maybe laughing <laughs> like that was the raptors crowd is real and i love when there's juice in that building because yep. it's a reminder of how real and that, and the that fan did, base can be i think be. that was what is what made it the playoff the playoff, playoff atmosphere that yeah shout out to the crowd tonight I wanted but to see think, more airplane sellies, though. I won't was, lie. I wanted but, to see a little bit more. Of I, I just think they didn't show it on this. On this, no. sure, because yeah. every time it beat Mr. Free Throw, <laughs> That's there was That's true. Tom in the fourth row was doing the airplane. <laughs> but um, um, you know what? You're right. Bat, ball ball doesn't lie. The basketball gods. But I think it's just it's just a fragile mindset mm-hmm. of the Philadelphia 76ers yeah. without Jimmy Butler. The thing that I keep paying attention to so much now as well, as I see this comment here on Instagram from Diaz, it says, Philly is all talent, no work. Yep. Which, I mean... Kind of <laughs> like the Leafs right now. It's, it's, <laughs> it's an interesting thing. And I was going to say that's kind of harsh, but really, Ben Simmons still comes back every year not being able to shoot. Yep. Yep. Right? Where we literally have watched Siakam get a three-point shot, yep. which he didn't have two years ago. So what excuses Ben Simmons have? So that's an interesting point. But it makes me think about the fact that what game was it we were talking? Oh, it was the Orlando game, yeah. right? And we were talking about how they had all these first-round picks. Yeah. And in comparison to the Raptors, and this is another great example, because Joel Embiid is, what, third overall pick? Yep. Ben Simmons first. is the number one overall pick. And you look at the Raptors team, as we know, the storyline, first team ever to win a championship without a uh, lottery pick. pick. Lottery, yeah. And now you look at their team now, and isn't the highest pick Rondé Hollis-Jefferson? Stanley, Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson. <laughs> Sorry. Forgot about him. But again, Terrence Hold on. Davis. How could I forget, <laughs> forget about Stanley Johnson? Yeah. How could I forget about Stanley Johnson, right? Oh, you but think? you look at this Raptors team, and going back to this comment, Philly, all talent, no work. The Raps are the complete opposite of that. Yeah. And that's what makes this team so fun to cheer for because you look at these guys and they just I hate saying it because in this town it means you're JYD or you're talking about like Babcock's third liners, yeah. but they're grinders. They are. They work so hard. They're you know, this is a game they probably shouldn't have won, but they stole it from Philly. But but I mean, like like just think about this, right? We won the championship, mm-hmm. right? How many Instagram photos, other than the parade, did you see of 
Siakam in a club getting drunk with a champagne bottle. No, he was at it's true. Right? He's Rico. At the gym. You see He's them with Rico gym. Hines at the gym, right? Same you see Fred? Fred? You see Norm. do you see Norm on the beach in in, in, in yeah. Barbados? You saw a couple. Saw a couple. But, but, like, but it's but it's, it was calm. Like it, yeah, they, yeah. they didn't go Ovechkin over the summer. You know what they I mean? They didn't go, you know who's a great example of that? Uh Jordan, who's a dude from Golden State. Remember Jordan, Jordan Bell. Bell. Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell had the one year where he was a heavy contributor on the team. They won. He tried to go J.R. Smith shirt off in the parade, all yep. that. And then my guy was out of the rotation the next year <laughs> and couldn't even play. Just couldn't like even that. get minutes. And yeah. it's like that just shows the difference of how, to me, one, the structure of your organization, yeah. but also the youth coming up together. Because how much easier is it for Fred to go work with Pascal, to go oh, work with Norm? So contagious, man. Just the, the work ethic, the hustle, just they're all uh, they're all in the same mindset, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and it, it's a perfect – that's exactly how you want your team to be, especially if you're winning games. Oh, for sure. That's a mindset they should stay, that they, they should keep. Right, I don't, I don't. You know what? I and when honestly, Kyle and Serge come back, they have those mindsets too. It's I not honestly like going to disrupt it. Right? But this is the thing: is I honestly never want ESPN to put us anywhere in the top five. <laughs> no, right? yeah, because no these guys, everybody on this team has strived being the underdog, being yeah. overlooked yeah. all yeah. through their lives. Yeah. Right? We don't need. We'll get more rings that way. If they ever put us. <laughs> I think if they were ever to say Toronto Raptors number two. Things might fall apart at that point. Yep. Let them keep being overlooked no, and keep point. being the underdog. And let the hype go to the first overall picks like Ben Simmons, yeah. who's getting the, all the slander in this Instagram chat field right now. Uh, ben Simmons finished with 10 points and 14, 14 assists, assists seven, seven, seven turnovers. Seven turnovers. Um, but someone checks in, Haraj, I hope I pronounce that right. Or sorry, Harjap, my bad. My bad, hard jab. Checks in and says, Simmons shot from half court, even though there were like four seconds left. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. What, I really have no idea what Ben Simmons was doing. He thought, I think he thought there was only a second or two left. Hold on. Yeah. Point guard but no, can't, no, when you no, run back to get the ball, you can look at the, the clock, other yeah. cl- the clock up there. Then when you turn and catch it, there's another clock right there. You know what's a good like, another thing? No with, awareness. The team that we're talking about, 76ers are like the Houston Astros without the hardware. <laughs> right, Houston was the same trash for ten years. Got all those first picks, but it, it doesn't make but they won. It doesn't make any sense. You know why? Because Ben Simmons is your point guard, right? So obviously Who he can't shoot a three. He can, but forget the shooting the threes. He's six foot ten. Yeah. He is this. He if he was on the Raptors, he'd be the second tallest player. That's crazy, right? Yeah. You yeah. didn't. Yeah. I, had, did you see him try and post up anybody? Uh, no. Diaz is telling me that fire. Brett Brown is trending on Twitter right now. Really? <laughs> and and they're mean, what, 11 and 6? Or but what's. But yeah. this is the kind of game that could get you fired. No? Like, let's think about it. You can't, if you're the Sixers, you know this is a game you had circled on your calendar since last year. The Raps don't have two of their top six rotation guys. Yeah. And you, you lose. Bench guys, yeah. And you lose. So I know this is a Raptors podcast, but okay, let's just say that. That happens. Who would be a replaceable candidate? Like who is even who is even out there? I think that there's a difference a coach can make for that team, but I still think that they're flawed just how they're built. Simmons and Embiid. I don't know if those two guys together together work as like your two. We thought Horford would maybe fix that a bit, but but Horford. You got to remember that Horford. Horford is he's a he's a respected vet. He's not necessarily going to be your leader. 
right? Yeah. He didn't. He didn't all of a sudden like look at the turmoil that was in Boston last year with Kyrie, right? So he's a guy that you put in your offense, you put your sorry, you put on your team, you put in your roster, and he's a good example for everybody else. But he's not Jimmy, who's going to be like, yo. What are you doing, bro? Yeah. Yo, why'd you, know you hit I mean? the man so hard for, man? Yeah. That's kind of hard. <laughs> I was trying to get I, I was trying to get into my Jimmy Butler. He was fired up for that. He was fired up for my leg. I'm you know what I mean? So so he's a good he's a good guy to have. <laughs> right? So he's a he's a good guy to have, but he's not a guy no, who's gonna go in yeah, there yeah, yeah. He and keeps change. quiet. He's not he Kawhi. leads by example. Right? But he's not the guy that's gonna then change your mindset, right? Yeah. Like Kawhi can do it because Kawhi's gonna go out and be your best player. Yeah. Right? Yeah, whereas Horford at this point in his career is a very good, but he's a role player who's a, who's going to be a good locker room guy. But he's not exact necessarily going to be your leader to check somebody if they're be doing wrong. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I hear you. And rile up the team that way. So I'm reading this tweet right now from Joe Walford, Joe Walfond, sorry, who Twitter tells me is a writer for the Score. And he says that Masai dapped up every raptor in the tunnel and said, quote, fuck him each and every time. Sounds like Masai. <laughs> that's Masai. Sounds like Masai. I mean, I'm trying to see if anyone else is saying the same thing, but that's from, again, Joe Walfund on Twitter. It was a playoff atmosphere for game, what are we at? Game 16. 16. And right? you know, for Masai, Masai's hype too. Of course. Right? Because this whole season is all about. You know, Kawhi list, yeah, and it's like, oh, can you guys do it again? Or was it it a fluke? Or, or what more did you have? Was it solely just Kawhi? Don't get me wrong. Hey, I'm the number one Kawhi booster. I'm on the train that why isn't there a statue already outside the ACC of the Kawhi pose? All of that, but at the same time, what this team is doing right now is showing that above all, it's organizational depth. Yeah. And that's what led to the championship. Huge too for free agents to come to in the future. Well, because there's a bunch of teams that could have added Kawhi, and that doesn't mean that that's guaranteeing you a chip. Yeah, right. The Raps already had that core and stability there. To then now, when you get a Kawhi, (laughs) now it's now it's winning time, right? Um, Q, were you going to say? I thought you were going to say something right there. No, I'm just. You just agree. You're taking it all in. You're taking it all in. Again, it's early in the season, right? But what we're seeing here, because we are, and I don't want to keep Ooh, using, keep sorry, using it, really keep using out. it as a crutch. But even in our losses, we are right in those games, mm-hmm. right against Boston, against Milwaukee. So, yeah, Kawhi put, would have, maybe would have put us over the top off yeah. Jump Street, but we're not out of it, right? Yeah, but I mean, a lot of the times, so obviously Kawhi would. And this is going to be a crazy thing I say, but it. Some of the players would defer a little bit more. Now, like I said, just like the Kyle injury and the surgery injury, you get more minutes, you get more experience, and sometimes that helps, right? Helps you build your team better. So I'm going to go to my guy, Joseph Cassaro, who's also from The Score. He checks in on Twitter and has this quote from Joel Embiid, who again went 0 for 11 in this game, scoreless for the first time in his career. And Joel Embiid said, quote, I didn't think I would ever be here talking about zero points in an NBA game, but it is what it is. That's all he got. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. That's was all you he, got was him. Was he beat. crying? He also said that he thought the Raps' defensive scheme against him looked different than it did in the playoffs. Said Gasol and doubles slash extra body seemed even more aggressive than last time. Then later praised the Raps' length. They're everywhere. Yeah. 
Q is looking at me crazy. Defense. I'm just reading the quote. Don't I, get no, mad at me. I, I, I'm not I, I hear you. Q is looking at me like, what double team? I know that's, that's what you're exactly what it is. What double team? I knew what this guy's. Yo, right? like, I don't remember eye. any double teams. Yo, I'm glad I'm sitting over here right, so he can't hit me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. There are no double teams. Gasol went man to man with you and shut you down. Yeah, it's true. I can't even. The only time you hear to see the double team is when you when you got switched off Gasol. And you then had oh, Siakam or someone yeah. on you, and Gasol came and said, "No, that's yeah. my guy," and and you were shook. So there was no defensive. There was no. It was man on man, and you lost. You yeah. got your ass beat. That's it. And an update about Gasol. We saw him hobbling around. My guy Josh Lewenberg on Twitter says, Gasol said he tweaked his knee on that Simmons play late in the fourth. He said he was in quite a bit of pain when he shot and missed those free throws. He also said, quote, I shot them like crap, but he was able to shake it off and wanted to finish the game. So maybe, as you were saying, the load management load for Gasol time is coming. Should be coming. Maybe, who knows? But as we wrap up this pod, because there's so many great comments, and I wish I could get to them all. <laughs> but I saw this comment that I think I am going to push this one as a name, because there's so much talk about the bench mob and bench mob 2.0, which I don't want to call it bench mob 2.0, because I think that was a thing. Yeah. Bench mob was the thing. Freddie already said we had it. The bench mob. Cool. We were, yeah. I don't even think they're the bench mob, so yeah. I don't think it's fair to give them that name. But uh, I don't know if this is, but Asmi, Asmi checks in on Instagram and says, "Can we rename the quote bench mob 2.0 to the Hustle Gang?" I like uh, it. Ooh, I like it. Thoughts? Thoughts? Yeah. I like it. Thoughts? I like it. I mean, I like that's it. what they're known for, so. I, I like it. It can't be the bench mobs. It's got to be something else. Right? I like the hustle gang. I like that. I, I approve. Hustle squad. Mm, okay. We'll let people filter in. We'll let people filter in. Let us know what they think. Um, there's so many comments in here. Thanks, guys, so much for tuning in because this has been so much fun. And especially when the Raps get a big win like that in what I like to call the big, big boy, boy games. Uh, it's such an important time, and it's such a reminder of just the organizational depth that this Toronto Raptors team has and the movement that is being built here. And what I say movement, I mean the fact that the last time I checked out of this podcast of the podcast on Saturday night against the Atlanta Hawks, there's over 1,400 people in the chat wow. on Twitter for an Atlanta Hawks game on a Saturday night. So... I'm just like the the movement that's being built here. Both chat rooms are filled. Really appreciate you guys. And and yes, the thing yes. too that people are doing now, which I really appreciate, is if people come into the Twitter chat or the i Instagram chat, they'll like it, which means you share it, and yep. that just automatically puts it on your timeline with a like or a, a retweet. Just giving us a cosign because we're here for you guys, man. This conversation. I I started this pod because I was tired of the fact that Raptor games would end. And then there's nothing to go to right after right after yeah. it where you can just vent, yeah. <laughs> whether good or bad, or be as hype as Q is right now, where Q's hitting his co-hosts during the game, <laughs> <Like these laughs> during, comments, during the pod. What's going on? Can you read some comments? The followers are the best, man. I think Hustle Gang is cool till T.I. hits you with a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> T.I. would be the guy oh, yeah, to, to try yeah, to yeah, suit. Yeah. And right? I'm just looking. I'm just, I don't know, man. I, I've i said this before. I never, like you said, is this, just, this is what we'd be doing anyway. Yeah. I never thought. I'm just looking at the variety of people we have. Yeah. Different ages, different, I mean, 
everybody's in here, and it's Did just you say their age on there. That, no, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm seeing, you know, pictures, and I'm, you know, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just. Wow. I hear you. I That's hear great. you. I hear you. I think this is really fun. So much fun. Thank you guys for tuning in. And again, my name is Sheldon Alexander. You guys are tuning in to this pod live on Twitter at Shell Alexander. Another feed up on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. But fellas, Mikey, where can the people hit you up if they want to hear from you in between games, in between appearances on this Wrap It Up podcast? Yes, yes. Always on Instagram, Mike underscore Bello underscore six. Hit me up, guys. You know, it's funny, too. The last time Foots was on, I remember we finished, I shut it off, and then and he had like a bunch of just followers like popped up and oh yeah like, whoa because i and the, i read a bunch of names at the end of the pod and so as soon as then he's like oh this person's following me yeah, now i'm like it's awesome yeah come that's on. how that's what happens man yeah i talk that's to some of the viewers always someone's accusing you of leaving leaving the instagram people for your twitter your twitter followers what for your Twitter groupies? Oh wow! Listen, Instagram listen, versus, Insta versus, Insta versus Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> listen, as I <laughs> always say, the, 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 the main feed is on Twitter, Twitter yeah. right? You so can you can see, see Mike, you can see yeah. Q, you see the full set. That's the main feed. Instagram, I got mad love for you. Y'all are here adding to the conversation, and I try to share equally. I try to yeah. share the time equally. I really do. Shout out to Diaz. Diaz says that Horford's head. He needs to he needs to visit the clean cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him up, Skip. Hit him Skip's up. in the chat. Too. Tell him I, that was sent. I see. I see Skip in the chat too. Uh, but Q, where can the people hit you up, man? You know I'm here. I'll be here for all the big games. I'll be here for all the big games. All I'm here for all the games. Um, hit me up at simply underscore just underscore Q, or of course on all social media at DDS Caps. And again, thank you guys for being here and. Cracking me up with all these comments in the chat room. I appreciate it. I know. I see a lot of let Nick Nurse cook. I see a Nick Nurse for coach of the year. Skip says send send them bead down. He's got him. Four for a turf. We don't need him. Come on. And bead needs one too. Gasol is in bead's father. Just to remind y'all. Oh, someone's asking you on Twitter, Q. They're saying, Q, can you shout out your Twitter? My Twitter, same thing, same thing. Simply underscore just underscore Q. Yeah, Mike's here. Twitter Mike just checked in and said, Q, shout out your Twitter, man. So, yeah, really appreciate this. You guys are interactive and we love it. Thanks yep. for being a part of the podcast after each and every Raptors game again on Instagram. No, on Twitter at Shell Alexander. We are live full stream on Twitter at Shell Alexander. Taking comments and questions as well on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. And then the full podcast, just search On Blast Podcast. Whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube, like and subscribe there. Spread the love because this is the only and the yes. real Raptors post game show. We've been doing this for two years now. We're on the second year, and the Raptors wave just continues to grow. And this team is fun to watch. Exactly. It's a great time. Watch, yeah. This team is fun to watch. Yep. And this game is just another example of what this team is capable of. Because again, they come up with a big boy win 101 96 to improve to 12 and 4 on the season, remain undefeated 7 and 0 at home. And the Raps do it again. The big story to me is they held Joel Embiid to 0 for 11, scoreless for the first time in his career, and the Raps just, you know, 7 and 0 and 0, and 0 matching their franchise record they set last year. But hey, it's impressive, very impressive. 
And I said I was still, regardless of what happened in tonight's game, I'm still going to go to sleep dreaming of the four-bounce shot. <laughs> yeah. And Embiid crying going off the court again. But yeah. Embiid might not want to come back to Toronto. Is this the dagger? <laughs> oh! But again, my name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you guys for tuning in because I really used to pray for times like this to, to rhyme, rhyme like this. This is a wrap it up on Blast Raps post game show, as always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, see ya. Boom, blast.